into A to Z Sports Prime Time on a Sunday. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Two Rivers Ford since 1983, making things happen here in Middle Tennessee with quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet is where you go. Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K. Brymac.com, satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. They will put you in your comfort zone at Brymac Mechanical. And of course, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. Don't sell without the intel that the Ashton team can provide to you at GaryAshton.com. So this was a fascinating series for great many reasons. One, because Tennessee had just recently become the number one team in the country after going down to Ole Miss and smacking them around. Lane Kiffin is throwing out the ceremonial first pitch, except instead of a baseball, it's a golf ball. Tennessee goes into Ole Miss and just shells them. They're celebrating with mustard bottles, which, of course, if you paid any attention to SEC football this year, you understand, has a significant amount of uh, of meaning to Vols and Ole Miss fans. But now, Vanderbilt, which is perpetually the power not just in the SEC, but across college baseball and continues to be a strong program under Tim Corbin, they get Vandy or they get the Vols here in Nashville for a series this weekend. And buddy, they just get swept. Like it was it was pretty impressive to watch. Now today's game, even though it ended up being a little bit, Tennessee ended up pulling away um, towards the end of the game. This was really like all of the all of the last couple of series for Tennessee have gone. I mean, they had uh, they had Drew Be- Drew Beam rather for Tennessee, who is one of their best pitchers. He's, he threw a complete game shutout um, in his uh, in his situation over the weekend. He's a true freshman. He's incredibly efficient. He threw 110 pitches, 73 of which were strikes, according to Ben McKee, who covers the Tennessee baseball team at VolQuest. This was an impressive three day outing for Tennessee to kind of take things over and at least for this year now we'll see how things get come come back around come this summer but at least for the time being like wrestled away the crown of not just SEC but of college baseball from Vanderbilt for the time being now of course titles matter more than anything and what Tim Corbin has plenty of is rings with a z baby so he gets to hold that over Tennessee's head until such time as Tony Vitello and his team go about winning championships. But at this point, I thought it was a fun series to watch. I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people locally got involved with college baseball in ways that I'm not used to. But I want to start with this. Big deal, little deal, or no deal is the topic of conversation. Big deal, little deal, or no deal. The Vols sweeping Vandy at home this weekend. Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter and Twitch, Steven Snyder says, Mike Honcho done well. I saw him tweet out a picture of Mike Honcho and the head Honcho being Tony Vitello. I thought that was pretty clever. But a big deal, little deal or no deal. The Vols sweeping Vandy this weekend, 27 to 1 uh, throughout the course of the three games uh, was uh, was the final scoring total, which is crazy, crazy, crazy to think about. That is as impressive a, a thing as... Tennessee fans have been able to hold over Vandy's head in a while because obviously Tennessee has been superior in basketball. Tennessee has been superior in football, even though they've 
you know, it, when it comes to head-to-head, they've not been superior in football. But just overall as a program, they've still been able to hold their head a little above Vandy. And now they've come in and taken the thing that matters to Tennessee most. So it's your Two Rivers Ford take. Is it a big deal, little deal, or no deal? We'll talk about it right after I tell you about the people who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course, ladies and gentlemen, are our friends at Two Rivers Ford. Listen, you know that Two Rivers Ford is the best place to go. I've been telling you this for nearly two years now, and it's been the case for nearly 40 years, not just since I started talking about Two Rivers Ford, but since they've been in existence. Say you want, for example, a car like I got. Say you want a Ford Explorer, you want a sound system that bangs, you want a sunroof, you want co-pilot assist, and you want it in the color of Atlas Blue, which is a pretty good color, even though I went with black. Two Rivers Ford can outline that exact vehicle that I just described, if that's the vehicle that you want, and can order it for you. Or maybe you want a truck. Maybe you want an F-150 XLT in the color called Oxford White with a tow technology package. Two Rivers Ford can order that Ford for you as well. That's what they do. They custom order any new Ford you want, any color, any trim level with any available features. All you have to do is reach out to one of their non-commissioned salespeople and they'll walk you through the built-for-you process. And if you don't want to go to the dealership in Mount Juliet, you can do it all for yourself if you like by going online and clicking the custom order tab at tworiversford.com. They're always honest and upfront about their prices. Their non-commissioned sales staff are the best in the business. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. They make the Two Rivers Ford take possible each and every evening. So big deal, little deal, or no deal. The ball sweeping Vandy this weekend. So Blackout Jones says big deal. 19 straight wins undefeated in the SEC uh, in SEC play so far this regular season and two sweeps in a row. Pretty impressive. And listen, we're still very early in the college baseball season. Vandy's going to have plenty of time to rebound even though I don't necessarily, and and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm a college baseball expert for you guys. Um, I just I watched it as a fan this weekend, and I understand where the two programs have obviously been in their histories, and certainly in the recent history with both of them going to the College World Series this past year. So I can't I can't tell you, you know, the ins and outs or or where this particular Vanderbilt team is going to project. It seems though, by just talking to people who uh, who write and cover this stuff. Every day, this seems to be a little bit of a different Vanderbilt squad than we may be accustomed to. Now, again, they have one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the game. He's the Nick Saban of college baseball is Tim Corbin. So if anybody can figure it out, it's that guy. But right now, Tennessee is the hottest team in the country, and they just came into Nashville and steamrolled the best in the business. Charlie Arp says, isn't it three sweeps in a row, South Carolina? That that might be that might actually be the case. I don't recall um, if they did sweep South Carolina, um, but I can look that up for you guys really quickly if we don't have the answer offhand. Of course, the first thing that I uh, when I type in Tennessee and South Carolina basketball scores come up from the SEC college basketball season. Anyway, regardless, Tennessee is on a heater, and when you taught when uh, they caught up with uh, when they when they talked to one of the players. One of the Tennessee players this afternoon, uh, after they had completed the three-game series sweep of Tennessee, it was it was pretty interesting to hear some of the commentary coming out of there. For example, one of the players uh, for Tennessee was he had had enough of hearing Vandy chirp 
at him and hearing people chirp at him about Vanderbilt and the way that Vandy has gone about their business. And, you know, you certainly heard less of the chirps in at Hawkins Field over the weekend after the balls slowly started to take over. So Drew Gilbert uh, was asked about the Vandy crowd becoming less hostile as the weekend progressed. And Drew Gilbert was pretty uh, graphic, some might say, in his description about how they just stamped it their best or their biggest in-state rival. Well, certainly their biggest in-state rival, but their biggest rival, perhaps, certainly in college baseball, just stamped them clean out. How much do you enjoy being the villain? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. I think we all embrace it, right? I think that helps us play on the road really well is, you know, we definitely embrace it. We don't, you know, we don't care if people are yelling at us. We kind of like it, right? And I think if you embrace it, things can, you know, go well like they have been going. Did you notice the yelling reduce a little bit as the weekend went on? Too like Friday was really yeah, intense. For sure. I mean, you definitely notice that, right? I mean, you're stomping on someone's throat, you know, you pretend to get a little quieter. So, so Drew, Drew Gilbert wasn't taking shit off anybody after they swept Vanderbilt today. And I thought it was pretty laugh out loud funny. When you step on somebody's throat, they tend to get a little bit quieter. Drew Gilbert not hiding how he felt about handing Vanderbilt, uh, handing it to Vanderbilt over the weekend in dramatic fashion. But as far as, as far as the impact of this, I mean, this is hugely impactful, right? This is a massive victory. Uh, three massive victories over an incredibly impressive program and something that is going to continue to be in their lives. Certainly, you know, we're far away from postseason uh, College World Series time, but this is going to continue to come into consideration. And these are going to be two of the teams who are looked at as the best of the best because they are the best of the best. Bandy operating as much off historical precedent and coaching as they are off what is happening with Tennessee and Tony Vitello right now. So as far as big deal, little deal, or no deal is concerned, I got to say, even though it's early in the season, we still have a lot more college baseball to be played. I would have to say that this is a this is a pretty huge deal. Tim Corbin's not going anywhere. He's going to continue to dominate this sport. This is, this is his baby, and nobody is knocking Tim Corbin off the mountaintop anytime soon. But Tony Vitello is one of these people who's coming for Tim Corbin's stuff. And it's really exciting to see that happen within the state of Tennessee. I think this is a massive deal for Vols fans. And certainly with the way that things are trending with their athletic department right now, which for the first time in quite a long time, seems to be pretty positively upwards. And we'll get to that in a second. Mason on YouTube says, Vandy and UT have damn near split over the last 12 years in football. And Vandy hasn't had an athletic department. For most of that time frame. Yeah, I mean, listen, Tennessee and Vanderbilt, both, in certainly in recent years, they have both have obvious limitations. Nobody's disputing this. And football matters more than anything. The metric that all Vandy, well, really all Tennessee things, but Vandy and Tennessee are always going to go back and forth. And the starting point is always, always, always going to be college football. That's the biggest sport, obviously, in this part of the country. That's the thing that Vols fans certainly identify with most. For Vanderbilt fans, that is their baseball team and certainly will continue to be a point of pride. That's the thing that's kept everybody, the only thing that's kept people off of Vanderbilt athletic departments back more. Well, there's not anything that's kept uh, people off Vandy's athletic department more than ten, uh, than uh, than Vanderbilt baseball. But certainly, they, uh, it has been their crowning achievement because they just keep winning and Vander, Vanderbilt doesn't have to do much in the way 
of continuing to provide resources in a way that you need to if you're going to have high-level college football and college basketball programs. Um, but when you kind of when you kind of go through all of this stuff, and you look at the way that Tony Vitello is handling himself right now, I mean, producer Reed brought this up earlier this evening and was talking about Coach uh, uh, Tony Vitello as coach of the year. And listen, I, there's a lot of Tony Vitello is a hugely impressive person. He's a hugely impressive coach. His team uh, is as complete as any as we've seen from Tennessee in the last couple of years. He has he has helped breathe new life into Tennessee baseball fans. It's made Lindsey Nelson an incredibly fun place to play. There's been commitments as far as renovations to that facility are concerned. That's one of the most rocking college baseball environments uh, environments because we know that balls fans are. I mean, listen, you guys are you guys are batshit crazy. You guys go nuts anytime you have a winner on campus, no matter what the sport is. You guys support them, and it's really really cool to see that thing right now. The most momentum seems to be with the baseball program, where you're not entirely sure about whether Rick Barnes has plateaued. You've got a lot of hope with Josh Heupel, but you're not. You know, I don't know that Vol football fans are ready to place their entire uh, the entirety of their trust in Josh Heupel just yet. But Tennessee, the University of Tennessee sports programs, they're balling out right now. And that's something that we're going to get to next. The thing that I want to ask you on uh, in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch is this. When is the last time, as a Vols fan, now maybe some of you guys are Vandy fans, um, and if you are a Vandy fan, uh, you can tell me to kick rocks. I totally understand that. But as a Vols fan, when is the last time you were this excited about your university's athletic department? across the three major sports, baseball, basketball, and football. Now, basketball can also include Kelly Harper, not just Rick Barnes and what the Lady Vols were able to do, accomplish getting back to the Sweet 16 this year. Unfortunately, they weren't able to continue to advance, but it felt like a stepping stone for a program who, I mean, made Sweet 16s feel routine for the longest, right? You're starting to get back on track in that direction. Uh, Kyle Jones says, bump the balls, Buck. Are the Titans really shopping A.J. Brown? Kyle, um, I would refer I would refer to you, you to my Twitter account uh, today um, at about, you know, I think the first, the first A.J. Brown tweet I got this morning was maybe a little after like 7 a.m. And I would say to you that all I'm going to say to you about the A.J. Brown thing is you can go look at my Twitter account from about 7 or 8 o'clock this morning, and that'll tell you how I feel about the A.J. Brown thing. Otherwise, we're going to talk about the actual sports that were played, not some bullshit that you read on the internet, Kyle, because I don't have the patience for that, and it's not worth me, you know, if I'm sure Austin and Zach are going to talk about it tomorrow morning, the A.J. Brown thing. I got nothing for the A.J. Brown thing. So you can, uh, if, you, if, you want, if you want that fix, you can wait around till tomorrow because I'm not doing it tonight. Uh, but when was the last time you were this excited about Vols Athletics? Tell me on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it here in just a second, right after I remind you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, the Ashton team, the official real estate agent of the Tennessee Titans, of the Nashville Predators, and of me. On A to Z Sports Prime Time, Gary Ashton and his team helped me find my dream address without stress. They can do the exact same thing for you because they're the best game in town with the Intel Edge that is going to help you succeed. It is going to put you in the best possible position to succeed, whether you're looking for your next home or if you're trying to sell your current one for more while the market is still red hot. GaryAshton.com, the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. 
GaryAshton.com is where you go. So, how excited are you about Vols Athletics right now? It seems to be in a really good spot. Now, I understand that the way that Tennessee, the football team, at any rate, lost to Purdue in the Music City Bowl, that left a lot of that left a lot of positive feelings out on that field when you're passing Alante Taylor obviously doesn't play. Your passing defense gives up 500 yards to a team that really has no business putting 500 yards of offense up on you. And that, but to that point, you had won every game. Oh, I mean, not to that point. Throughout the course of that season, Tennessee won every game that it was favored to win. And that is positive momentum for a program in the football team that's just looking for some kind of stability. And if they can build upon that in year two, that will be the expectations moving forward. Now, for the basketball team, it's a little bit different consistently competitive, regularly at the top of the SEC, finished tied for second in the SEC regular season this year, went on to win the SEC uh, tournament championship game. Then they did not make it out of the first weekend of college basketball in March Madness, which leaves a lot of questions or a lot of angst with Vols fans about Rick Barnes, but you still trust and know that under Rick Barnes, your program is regularly going to be expected and be uh, to be expected to be competitive and be competitive, even if you're not getting the kind of tournament results that you would like. Certainly, the record of Rick Barnes across uh, across you know several decades at this point in March is something that continues to be brought up. And then there's Tony Vitello on the baseball team, which uh, is going to be a nightmare. They are a nightmare for every other college baseball team right now. Tennessee is supporting it. You guys are rabid about the baseball team, whether it's the daddy hats or the villain T-shirts. I've got one of the Vol villain uh, Vol baseball villain T-shirts. As a matter of fact, I was wearing it around town today. It's really positive momentum, and it's felt like quite some time. Where and and you know that not to mention even Kelly Harper and the Lady Vols as we did earlier with the progress that they've made under her. UT Athletics feels like it's in a good spot, right? And how much of that can be fully credited to Danny White? I'm sure, you know, there there is there is you have to you what I'm I'm looking for the word for the opposite of blame. You have to give them the praise, you know, in in equal parts, right? You have to divvy up the pie is what I'm trying to say poorly. I don't know why I can't think of the proper analogy right now, but you understand what I'm saying. Like just as you would assign, you know, all right, you get half of the blame for uh, a failure against Florida, depending on Josh, how Josh Heupel handed his late game decision-making or something of that nature. In the same way where Tennessee athletics is succeeding, you, is succeeding, you have to look around and say, okay, Danny White deserves X amount of credit for how many, how much strides they've made under him for the past season plus, basically for the past calendar year plus at this point. And you like the direction that things are heading in. I think that Vols fans have plenty of reason to be optimistic about their athletic department as a whole, which has to feel really good. But, you know, ultimately, what's going to affect your guys' moods the most is how they handle things on the football field. Mark Jones says Vols football will be competing for the East this year. And if the offense progresses from year one with added depth overall, Tennessee, he says all caps, can be representing the East in the SEC championship next year. Well, Mark, I'm going to call bullshit on you on that. That's, um, you know, and and listen, if uh, I hope you save this clip for uh, if I end up being wrong and I have to eat it, and then I hope you run it back for us, Mark, and we'll play it on the air and we can all laugh at what an idiot I was together when we were talking about SEC championship games or 
championship berths on Sunday, April the 3rd, right? Still a long, long way to go before we get to uh, before we get to conference championship games in the college football game in the SEC. But uh, competing for the East, no. Um, Georgia's obviously at the top. I think you would have to look at Kentucky as the, I mean, with Florida being a bit of a mess right now, and not quite certain how things are going to look under Billy Napier. You know, we'll see what kind of noise they make. I think you would have to look at Kentucky as the second best program in the SEC East. Now, here's the thing. You, I don't know how to tell you guys this. You own Kentucky's ass. Like, you regularly own Kentucky's ass, not just in uh, college football anymore, but in college basketball as well, which delights you. I think Rick Barnes is like 10-7 and seven against Coach Cal at this point in his tenure on Rocky Top. But... Um, it is incredibly impressive what Josh Heupel has done, and I think people need to be reasonable about the expectations. They haven't done terribly well in the transfer portal. Um, they do have Hendon Hooker coming back. They have that offense. They have Cedric Tillman. There's some questions as far as the offensive line is concerned, and so, certainly you need to be able to stop people on defense because Tim Banks, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to blaspheme um, and say that Tim Banks was out there working miracles, but I don't think anybody expected them to look nearly as competitive um, on the defensive side of the ball in the first year under Heupel as they ended up doing. Because what Mark goes on to say is Hennon Hooker plus Heupel, Heupel equals Heisman. Um, again, I'm going to call bullshit on that, Mark. I don't think he's a Heisman candidate. I think that, you know, he may end up being a top three quarterback in the SEC, which maybe that earns you Heisman, Heisman looks. Um, but to win a Heisman, no. Um, to be one of the best quarterbacks in his conference this year, I think that's totally fair. And still, you know, you have to consider that Bryce Young is still playing in the FCC, the current raising, uh, reigning Heisman Trophy winner of the year. So until such time as I see Hendon Hooker's talent and an ability exceed that of Bryce Young, I'm going to continue to look at Bryce Young as the uh, certainly the overwhelming Heisman Trophy um, favorite and as the best quarterback in that league next year. Although there's going to be some fun quarterbacks in college football next year, at least a little more fun than I think the ones this uh, this crop of draft prospects that came out. But we'll see how things play out. Uh, I'm excited. I, I'm Listen, I'm actively rooting for Tennessee to have a hugely competitive football season um, in Knoxville because you guys are way more interested in the Vols when the Vols are competitive as opposed to just, you know, burn it all down every three years, hire and fire or fire and hire another coach and the cycle continues and it's just this never-ending spinning of wheels until you finally get on solid ground. So solid ground is where you seem to be right now. Um, but you'll recall that after Tennessee beat Indiana in the Gator Bowl under Jeremy Pruitt, they had won a bowl game. I think they had rattled off six straight wins um, it to get to that bowl game. And we all felt like Jeremy Pruitt was going to be in a pretty good place heading into that third season. Um, and of course, things went to shit. Things went to shit very quickly. I'm not saying that hype was Jeremy Pruitt. I'm just saying that, you know, uh, patience um, before we start saying that Hendon and Hendon Hooker and Josh Heupel uh, immediately equals Heisman. I just, I think that's a bit ludicrous at this point. Uh, also ludicrous is the best thing that I saw on the internet this week. This is a free site. We'll do that as is the custom on a Sunday night right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Brymac has you covered. They have three locations to make sure that you are in your comfort zone. Had some warm weather today. Going to have uh, a little bit of stormy weather, but continually 
consistently getting warmer across the next weeks and months as we get into summer. You want to make sure that your HVAC, your air conditioning units specifically, are functioning at a high level. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac Mechanical, can make sure that is the case for you. So, best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend, um, given everything that we've talked about, with uh, with college sports rivalries, there was a fantastic game played with one of the most historic college sports rivalries last night. Now, if we'd have done primetime last night, the lead would have been Coach K because Coach K, 40, I think it's 42 years as the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, he loses last night to none other than North Carolina, the same team that spoiled his final home game at Cameron Indoor, the same team that ended his college basketball coaching career, at least for the foreseeable future. I saw a lot of jokes being made about Coach K coming back because North Carolina spoiled it for him yet again. And yet, so much great content is produced when Duke loses because, of course, we all hate Duke with a just a fervent, fervent passion. I think that's the proper way to pronounce that word. Anyway, here's a funny video. Given that it's award season and the Grammys are currently on the TV in my studio, I think a little bit of Will Smith, Chris Rock, Duke, North Carolina mashup is going to make you laugh on this Sunday night. I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? Coach K, man, it all came crashing down. North Carolina putting it on Duke. It was a hugely competitive game throughout a fun, fun basketball game, a fun rivalry, and now officially even at 500 all-time, which is the craziest part about that. They had never met in the Final Four, Duke and UNC. And, of course, it comes in a historic moment when one of the most historic figures in all of college basketball is fighting for his life out there. But yes, Coach K took that L. North Carolina under Hubert Davis was there to give it to him. And of course, like we said, the internet had great fun at K's expense. I'll tell you, the season isn't over, all right? Oh, Mike, Mike Krzyzewski, what are we going to do without you? Smacked his ass home, says Steven Snyder. Yes, that is true. No more Coach K for the foreseeable future. And, uh, you know, no more ESPN doing Coach K day. No more, uh, you know, sideline report. And uh, listen, I understand why Tracy Wolfson, final interview with Coach K in a basketball game. Thanks him for all he's done for college basketball. Mike Krzyzewski has got a tremendous amount for all of college basketball. And also, I can still like to see Duke lose. And Coach K sent home. All of those things can be so. A lot of fun on the primetime show this evening. Sunday through Thursday night is when we do it. Be back with you at 8 p.m. tomorrow. And if I have to talk about this A.J. Brown stuff, I'm certain that I will do it then, and I will address it once, and I will address it that only time, and then we will move on with our lives because it's stupid, and I don't like to waste my time with that kind of silly shit. But you guys care about it. We'll talk about it. Radio show is going to be a lot of fun from 10 to 1 tomorrow. Obviously, preview the national championship game. 
And we may have a little bit of a different schedule, given that I've just remembered the national championship game is being played tomorrow night. We want to make sure that you guys can watch it. So we will get you an update. Make sure you're following it as eSports on the socials and we'll tell you when we will be broadcasting this show live tomorrow. The rest of the week, 8 p.m. You know the drill. See y'all. Have a great rest of your weekend.